Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. We did a little shopping yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had to get a new pair of shoes <laughs> for the trip. <laughs> They're not going on my feet till just before I in get the car. in the car. <laughs> yeah. uh, funny. I get numerous people bring up the fact that my wife asked him to take a bath before he gets in her car for the <laughs> trip to Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> new shoes Amazing. and a bath, please. <laughs> Then you can get in the car. And then it's good. Yeah. And you can't sleep in their camper. (laughs) (laughs) That was a given. (laughs) All right. Looking forward to that. What day is it today? Why does it feel like Friday? Yeah, I know. It's, hey, start it's Wednesday. Obi Wan came out this morning. Oh, Oh, there we go. That's right. Final Obi Wan. Is that the final one? Yeah. Okay. Well, Well, there'll be no season two. I don't think there will. No. Oh, is that an indication of how things end? Well, they kind of said that before. They killed everybody. That it was like a one-off. Filling some gaps in time. And No, uh, I can't say. Did they kill Leia? Hopefully. Yeah, she, they, she, she was, was annoying. They threw her in the wood chipper. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. I was watching, not watching, listening to this podcast I've been listening to lately called Smartless. Mm-hmm. It's with Will Arnett. Paul, uh, Sean Hayes and um, Jason Bateman, and they they haven't been doing it long. It's only maybe a couple years now that mm-hmm. they've been doing it. I think they started it during the pandemic, and uh, they get some pretty serious guests on it. Yeah, it's a it's well, a good all pretty big stars. Yeah, like they had Bradley Cooper on, hmm. and they're all buddies with these people. Right, it's a very that's a well connected group of of guys to be doing a podcast out of Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? So they um, they definitely are leaning on their their contacts. I think the Bradley Cooper episode was a hundred their hundredth episode. Oh yeah, it's a good podcast if you're looking for something new and you haven't uh, tried that one yet. Smartless, I'd recommend it. They had Kristen Wiig on, and when she was on, I was like, oh my god. Because you kind of forget her a little bit from SNL. It's been a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she was amazing on Saturday Night she's Live. She's so good. She's one of the best ever. Oh, she was yeah. She was phenomenal. And the thing I loved about Kristen Wiig was her laugh. Because mm-hmm. quite often in these skits, she would they would break down. Yeah. And they'd laugh at each And I remembered when I heard her laugh on the Smartless podcast, I was like, she is probably one of the greatest laughs of all time. A great laugh, yeah. Okay, so that's what we're doing for the topic. Whose laugh do you love? We would just laugh seeing each other, and you were just I, always such I a I don't get it. I don't, I don't see that. I agree. I don't, that doesn't happen with me at all. <laughs> I agree. agree. I, feel, I feel this. Yeah, I love her laugh. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, who's yours? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's a, got a famous... <laughs> He's got a famous laugh. Grant's got a good one, too. I love this laugh. Ricky Gervais. I don't know. I was expecting a bit of mind broadening. <laughs> I summed it up. Because <laughs> he always talks when he laughs, too. Like, he always say what he's laughing at. 
<laughs> That's a really good poll, Ricky Gervais. So what's yours? What's your uh, what's your favorite laughs? The locker room topic of the day. What's your favorite laughs? And this one came in. It's uh, from Jason, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> I recently saw his stand-up. Have you seen his? He's a British guy. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's very funny yeah. and wildly offside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't know about him until I'd seen. I, I just, like, literally within the last two weeks. And it's shockingly, it's very funny, mm-hmm. but it's shockingly offside. He yep. did this whole bit about. It's because he has an accent. He can get away with it. <laughs> That's a good point. The locker room topic of the day. Who's got the best laps? This one came in. Uh, Dasterly the dog. <laughs> oh, we don't need to grab my laugh. That's your laugh right there. <laughs> that is my laugh. <laughs> I was saying to these guys, I said, I got like a wheezy laugh, and I haven't actually like pulled it or from anything. You used it for anything, yeah. It's annoying, though, so we, yeah. We'll stick with the dastardly dog and move on. The locker room topic of the day. Who has the best laugh? This is a good one. Evan said Bert Kreischer. <laughs> You know what? Like, I I like Bert's laugh, uh, but I watch that or listen to that podcast occasionally. Two bears, one cave. And to me, I think Tom has a better Tom Segura has a better laugh. They, when when they get going, when they get each yeah. other going, it's hysterical. They both have great laughs. The the Jennifer Aniston laugh was one of the hardest I've ever laughed listening to something like when they were both crying and. Bert, Bert's good because when he gets laughing so hard, he can't even breathe. Yeah. Well, and Tom um, lost it over the Kool-Aid bit, mm-hmm. too, which is a another famous uh, two bears, one cave bit. The locker room topic of the day. What's your favorite laugh this morning? Christy said F1 driver Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a giggle. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. He's, um, I don't know anything about racing, so I'm not going to start talking about it, but Apparently very good, right? Like he wins a lot mm. and breaks a lot of records. I, well, I don't I've never watched racing and I know his name, so I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him with Letterman. Yeah. Letterman's a big exactly. race fan. I interviewed him for that Netflix show he has. Locker room topic of the day. Who's got the best laps? We're getting some really good ones coming in. Uh, this one's coming a few times actually. Kyle saying Sam Kinison. <laughs> He's got <laughs> Yeah, he had a very infectious laugh. Yeah, definitely. Well, and it was so misplaced or something. It it, it st- stuck out. It was almost like a psychotic laugh. It, it, <laughs> yes, I think there may have been some psychosis there. The locker room topic of the day. Who has the best laugh? Audrey said Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. <laughs> That's actually from Pretty Woman, yeah. Yeah, she's, she was specific. She said, Pretty Woman, when Richard Gere closes the box with the necklace in it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was, you can tell, like, they were filming that, and she didn't know that was happening. Yeah, that was a real so laugh. they had a real natural moment there. In the, she's very likable, and I think that's part of the reason why people like her so much. Mm-hmm. I've always a just big been, smile. Yeah, been bothered by how many teeth she has. Like, why did she get four <laughs> people's teeth? It's not fair. The locker room topic of the day. We're going to wrap up, and this is a great way to wrap up with the the laugh conversation this morning. This one's coming a couple times. Undy says, uh, Jason Spezza. Summer can be a distraction if there's somebody asks for a trade request. <laughs> <laughs> 
We have actually played his laugh a couple of times. <laughs> there we go. Topic done. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Finished watching Barry, third season, Zoe. It's a great show that not a lot of people know about. I don't know if it's because it's on HBO. Yeah, or, what is that? Um, it's so good. Bill Hader's stars in it. and uh, The Fonz is in it. The Fonz stars in it. That um, Stephen Root guy who plays a lot of bit characters, but yes, he's a got lot a of people remember him huge from Waterboy. Role. He's got a huge role in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Office Space. I yeah he's the guy he was the stapler guy stapler yeah yeah I, I stapler? he's brilliant in this mm-hmm. and uh, Bill H- Hader I think produces it and and has a writing role in it and he's unbelievable in it it's it's so good it's like I a, can't explain this show to people though it's a dark drama but it's funny like it's a book of black humor I guess. Yeah. yeah. So season three came out. Kind of. What is it? What? Why is it so good? I, I can't. I. It, Bill Hader's acting is so good in it. I think is what it is. A big part of it. Like I, I recommend shows to people occasionally, or a movie, or entertainment mm-hmm. based on what I know about them, right? And um, I can't put my finger on this show. It's got ninety nine percent on run. Does Tomatoes. it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Because it's not just me then. It, whenever I watch, watch, and I'm just like, this is so, and you're looking around for someone to verify. Yeah. This is good. I right? know no one will watch it with me. No, like, like <laughs> yeah, I'm in the basement by myself going, this is good. This is right. This you need is, to watch why this. Why is this so good? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I have, I've only seen a couple of episodes of season three so far because um, it's one that I have to watch by myself. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Like, Mac is into it. I tr- just I rattled right through it. When you told me it was a couple weeks ago, you said, "Oh, the new Barry's out." Because yeah. we saw like a promo or something in the control room when we were doing the show, and you're like, "Oh, oh, that new Barry." I started watching it right away. Like yeah. I, I put that in front of Peaky Blinders. I put it in front of Stranger Things. I still haven't watched yeah. the Stranger Things. Uh, the Boys is dropping once a week, and that's a good show too. This Mexican Jedi thing that Jimmy is <laughs> uh, fascinated about. I'm, I'm keeping up with those, but I was like Barry, I gotta watch. So what the show is is Barry is a hitman who wants to be an actor. So he accidentally kind of stumbles into an acting class and really likes it. Yeah. And so he's got like this double life of being a hitman in Los Angeles, but also trying to be an actor. And the Fonz is his acting coach, and it's yeah, really it's, good. It's just so different, and yeah. it's hard to describe to people. I just keep telling people, you need to watch this. You need to watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how else to position it. Like I've You just got have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. just just. Sit down and watch it. And it's on Crave. Don't expect too much, and you'll love it. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Trying to remember the timeline on the photo radar. Like when it when it just started to sort of get pulled back. It was, um, it was last. Randy did that. Yeah, Randy did that. Um, yeah. They put a pause on like adding any new photo radar locations. Yeah. And they made it so they have to be bright and visible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in St. Albert, I could be wrong, but I just I just sort of assume that, that St. Albert, rather than get into a fight with the provincial government over photo radar, because the other thing that I think Randy did was he sort of put something in play 
that said, if this isn't actually making the roads safer, you guys, there's no justification yeah. for it, so you can't you can't just have photo radar up for the sake of of giving tickets. I think they had to um, prove, basically. So I'm not wrong, right? Yeah. No, they did have to prove. And actually, that started before Randy as well. They were mm-hmm. they did a study, and they found it only reduced it by 1% or something like or that. Or less than 1%. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like zero point something anyway. Um, and you know what? I don't need to go down that road. Everyone knows this is a cash grab. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's another form of tax. Hundreds of millions of dollars. It, it is. The penalties bring in. Um, now with, with Randy being forced out, I think there's a little bit more. And again, I could be wrong. Maybe photo ra- radar never went away and I just didn't get any tickets. And I just didn't notice it in St. It, Albert. It was still there, but it wasn't. Like the trucks are bright yellow in Edmonton, right? You can spot them from a mile away. I'm talking specifically St. Albert. Yeah, I'm sure they're the same thing, though, too, right? No, no. That was one of the rules. Oh, they have the boxes, yeah. Yeah, so I think they're just ignoring what the province said that they had to do now, and they're putting them back out. And, And again, I've gotten two tickets in the last month, month and a half, okay? They've they've shown up. So you're back to your normal. Um, yes, <laughs> which is about one a month. And, uh, I can't tell you how angry I am right now. Like I literally, I was so, I was shaking mad yesterday. Can you tell us how fast you were going? <laughs> it's $300 worth of tickets and two, two tickets. So one's 140 and one's 176. Um, and the, the, the thing that I'm pissed off about is that one, I honestly, I'm pretty decent at seeing these things mm-hmm. and, um, they are clearly, um, doing something in St. Albert to hide the fact that they're out there, which to me is, anyway, I'm so mad right now. Like, I'm literally, I got adrenaline coursing through my my vein. How many? I'm fighting these ones. How many of those are my fault? No, it's in St. Albert. It's St. Albert, so it's not you? Yeah, no, it's not you. Um, It's just, here, we'll leave it at this, Okay. If you live in that area or you're traveling to that area, be very, very careful. They're out and they're not visible. They're those stupid freaking boxes. Mm-hmm. And normally what they'll do is they'll put some idiot in a van down by like 25 feet away. So you see the van and then you go, oh, the box is up. It's around there somewhere. Yeah. But that is, I don't know what's happening because I swear to God, I, I've got these two tickets I've went on the map, I've looked, I pinpointed where they are on the map, and I'm like, I can remember driving that area. I don't remember seeing anything. So they're hiding these freaking things. Well, this is going to make you feel better. We've gotten several texts, people telling you to slow down. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> that'll really help me. Because I will, the thing is, here's well, the thing about here photo more. radar. Here's the thing about photo radar, everybody, is it just... It's, they're doing such a good job of keeping us all safe, right? You're, you haven't thank, been able to pin these ones on you. your wife? Thank you. I tried the first one. That didn't fly. <laughs> Here's the thing. Everybody, listen. We all need to drive 50 kilometers an hour on roads and in cars that safely can go 60, 70, 80 kilometers an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Just so, And pretty soon... It's just going to be illegal to drive downtown Edmonton, and all the roads are going to be 20K. Problem solved. Problem solved. Because the slower we go, 
and the slower the speed limits are in and around all cities, the safer we're all going to be. Mm-hmm. I haven't had an accident in 30 years. <laughs> I am a safe driver. Speed though. Anyway. They're out again. If you want to save yourself some money, you better slow down to 40. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. From now on, I'm just going to just, I'm just gonna put my flashers on, and I'm going to drive 40 <laughs> everywhere. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Okay. Okay, okay. I don't mean to keep harping on this mosquito thing in Edmonton. But the city keeps releasing things that are just hilarious. <laughs> Yesterday, we found out that instead of spraying for mosquitoes in the city of 1980s champs, uh, this year they are installing bat houses to fight the mosquitoes. So we're just going to have bats everywhere. And now they've offered some tips on how to keep the skeeters away. Are you ready for these? The city is telling us these two tips are real. If you don't want mosquitoes to bug you this year, you should limit your alcohol consumption before you go outside and eat fewer bananas. <laughs> well, the three of us are going to be dead from malaria by the end of this summer. <laughs> Thank you, city. Uh, they're saying after the recent heavy rainfall, there is a mosquito wave coming. It's like in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Mosquitoes are coming, Edmonton. Get to the basement. Lock the doors. <laughs> Uh, Your choices here this summer are either give up drinking outdoors, know a guy that can get you some of that illegal DEET that'll give you a rash, or just don't go outside this summer. It's easy. Here's a conspiracy for you. Justin Trudeau can no longer use Coors 19 as a reason to keep us inside. It's played out. Nobody's listening anymore. So now he's getting his (laughs) lackey, Marisohi, to create a mosquito problem, effectively keeping us all indoors for the summer. Makes sense. The Grant Report is brought to you by the final episode of Obi-Wan out today. Will Juan be able to save Mexico City from destruction? Find out in the final episode streaming today. The City of Edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success. We're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line. Now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Well, we're getting advice from the City of Edmonton on how to control the mosquito population that they refuse to deal with. I have some advice for the city, knowing full well that most of the city councillors this is their morning show of choice, so they're all listening this <laughs> yeah, morning. Yeah, usually, yeah. Uh... Cut the lawns. Cut the grass. Grass is getting a little long, hey? Yeah. They could bring in goats to deal with that. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Will the goats help with the bat population? <laughs> 
we're going to have an overrun by bats and goats <laughs> in the city of Edmonton. No mosquitoes, though. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Then he says, you know, you're the fattest patient I've seen all day. And I go, it's 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> and he goes, still. <laughs> Man, I, am, I haven't been this excited for a show in a long time. So it's funny because we got an, e- an email yesterday, and it was like, we've got awful news. And I'm like, what's the awful news? I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. Yeah, and then I read the, uh, the email, and it says, Pete Davidson had to cancel for the Outdoor Comedy Festival. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and then I read down further, and it's go, he's being replaced by Tom Segura. And I'm like, what? I went, what? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> How is and that I, bad news? So that is the announcement. Um, Pete Davidson will no longer be at the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival August 14th. He's being oh, replaced by Tom shucks. Segura. And I have a table for that show. I was like, Pete Davidson, I'll go see Pete. That'll be a nice Sunday night, all right? Not a big fan, but... Whatever. Whatever. It'll be a good night. And then I see Tom Segura, and I'm like, yes! What a win! So... um, That's huge news. Current ticket holders, if you did have tickets, um, there'll, there'll be an exchange or a refund option, or your current ticket will be honored at the new show. And then tickets go on sale, pre sale tomorrow. And then everything else Friday. If for some reason you don't know who Tom Segura is, which is fair because he's not he's not as famous, he's not as recognizable as a name. Well, Pete Davidson's bigger in pop culture. Right? Pop culture. He's dating Kim Kardashian. Well, he's exactly. in more movies. If you're 29 yeah. years old, you probably know Pete Davidson before you know Tom Segura. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, which is fine. That's fine. But I'm telling you right now, he's one as... of the top comedians Today, as far as like stand-up comedy, it's not even close between him and no, Davidson, not even close. He Pete doesn't even um, compare to him, and and, and the, you know what? That's not just us saying that. No, that would that's... be anybody that knows comedy would say that. And, yeah. and again, I even admitted the other day that I I enjoyed Pete Davidson's yeah, new stuff. latest um, contribution. I still don't get his fame, but whatever. Um, yeah, and again, like Grant said, if you were absolutely only going to see Pete Davidson and you wanted to, you can get your money back, I guess. There's an exchange or a refund, but and I'm, if you already had tickets, those will be honored at the new show. And I'm telling you right now, you will not regret going. No. Tom will have you in, like laughing your ass off. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We talked about Elon Musk the other day. Because the SpaceX employees wrote a letter. That's right. Trying to basically tell him to be quiet on Twitter. And I remember the the conversation was, yeah, be quiet, please stop talking. <laughs> and I remember our conversation revolved around the fact that, um, well, it, at least I said it, that I didn't realize that he was a POS, right? Mm-hmm. Until the last year or so. And that there's really been no good news. There's been nothing positive about no, his, the guy. No, his companies are doing good things, but him personally doesn't seem like there's no, much. No, no. Yeah. It, it gets worse. I guess even members of his family don't want anything to do with him. So he's got how many kids? Seven kids. Um, his oldest are twins, I guess. Okay. Um, that was from his first marriage. Um, and so his one... 
son has now transitioned to be a daughter and okay. his um, changing her name because she says she doesn't wish to be related to Elon anymore. I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the guy, it's just a rather constant stream of negative news around the guy. Yeah. He right? must be a piece of something. Yeah. Uh, if his kids won't even have any... Dealings with him. Well, it's not. To be fair to Elon Musk, it's not all of his kids. It's one out of the eight. It's one so far. Yeah, <laughs> so far. The rest might come together. Yeah, and, the rest when they realize their name is X E A X I I, they might want a name change. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, more bad news for old Elon. Another moment with Doctor Locke. I've seen stuff like this before. Hmm. Where they um, they give you sort of a benchmark as to how long you're going to live based on something you can or can't do at some point in your life. Yeah. An ab- inability to stand on one leg for 10 seconds in mid to late life linked to near doubling in your risk of death. So they're saying if you're middle-aged and you can't stand on one leg for 10 seconds, you could die within the next 10 years. There's a good chance. I wasn't able to do that in my 20s. Well, I think it's more than you dying soon and me speaking at your funeral. <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with that shunt in your head, right? It has to do with that the fact that shunt. I... It's the fact that I have a huge melon, a larger butt, and I just have really weak knees. So being able to stand on... I haven't been able to since Outside I was a little that, kid. You're completely healthy. <laughs> you got an old I'm shunt. I'm a midget. That's my <laughs> setup. <laughs> Anyway, you should try it at, at work today. We did Sorry, a little, little video. Person. We did we did a video, and it's up on uh, Facebook. I, just, I shared it on mine. I just love that. It's because I've got an old shunt in my head. <laughs> has my nothing knees to do with are it. bad. It my has... back goes out of place every time I move. And I got a huge ass. A huge ass. <laughs> That's why. It's nothing it's, to do with health. Outside of it's, that. It's I'm a completely little, healthy. It's a little person thing. We're all structured this way. I know. I, I was telling you, I'm on your side here. There's another one too that I've that I've done. I got to show it though. Okay. You may have seen this one. I, I'll to test but, your health, but also yeah. in the the whole balance You'll thing. You have to videotape this. Just also, get I get it on camera. You doing it right now? Yeah. yeah just a second. Okay. You can get up onto your feet. So you're sitting on your butt, now under your back. If you can put your feet... Oh, yeah, that one. That one's hard to do. Where you swing but, your legs down. But also the, also, the difference between me and you is probably before you started yoga, you couldn't stand on your foot for two seconds. I've always like had it, pretty decent core strength, though. But it's just your always, whole balance. It, like You've been doing yoga for the last, what, 10, 50 11 years. years? 10, 11 years. Does your blindness... Throw off your balance at all, Jimmy? Not my, uh, not my balance, but my depth perception. What about your alcoholism? <laughs> Is that playing in this at all? Hey, I only had one beer yesterday. <laughs> With Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. So Chappelle turned down an honor from his his alma mater. His, um, I guess, he went to high school. Yeah, it was in his, Washington. His old high school in Washington wanted to name their uh, theater after him. Yeah, 
Um, so they wanted to call it like the Dave Chappelle Theater or whatever. That's kind of cool. And he turned it down. He said um, because of the criticism he had gotten from his, his stand-up specials, yeah. um, he didn't want a theater bearing his name to distract from students focusing on the meaning of their art. So he didn't want the the name, the criticism, whatever, to take away from what the students were doing there in the theater and what they should be focused on. So uh, he said that uh, huh. he decided not to have his name on the school, but uh, he was there anyways for the dedication. He went there for the dedication. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I Interesting like, decision. I like Chappelle. We've always had strong voices in the comedic world. Right. Yeah. I mean, over time, there's always been um, there's been a comic or two that sort of uses their platform to pass on a message through humor, pass yeah. passes on strong messages. I don't know if we've had a Chappelle though. He is just so good. Yes. There's there's just so much more. He's to, his message is so poignant. Mm-hmm. And he does it so well. Mm-hmm. He delivers it so well. He's well thought out. He's like I, I've watched all his stand-up specials, and I've watched them multiple times. I think people get mad just because he's talking about transgender or whatever. Like they're not maybe listening to what he's saying or what he's just trying no. to joke about. Like no, they're so they're, they're not, just they're, they're not, mad that he's even talking about it. Yeah, I think that's part of it, right? Like, yeah, he's not saying I don't I don't know. Maybe people say I'm wrong, but I didn't think he was saying anything hateful or anything. Like, no, he's making fun of stuff. But yes. that's what he does. He's a comedian. Yes, I, I again, you have to. Everything is context, right? Yeah. A lot of times, what'll end up happening with 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 us when we when and and obviously, I want to say this out loud. I'm not comparing what we do to Dave Chappelle. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we get complaints on a fairly regular basis about what we do here on this show. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, am I wrong? We get complaints from somebody and they tell us in the complaint, they'll say, my, this is my boyfriend station. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, they don't actually listen. Or I was at work usually and they were listening to usually it's this a, I was stupid at work station or I was... and that bad show. Yeah. So what ends up happening is somebody gets drawn into it that's not familiar with what we're doing and the contents that, w- that we provide on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And they're offended by something that they heard us do, yeah. right? Which is part of the struggle that you have when you're doing content like we do on a you know on the public airwaves Mm -hmm. but that's quite often what ends up and i think that's what happens to Chappelle a lot is that he has an audience and if you love Chappelle, you love what he does and you have an idea of what he's delivering and the fact that if you if you hang in there for the bit it's gonna it's gonna come around. Yeah, yeah. You'll right? see where he's going or what he yeah. means. Or, but if you just watch one little line, or if you if clip. you play thirty seconds from Chappelle, you clip out. You would like it could offend anybody. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's right? true. It's, it's the same with us. It's the same with anyone. You can pull anything out of context. It's not just Chappelle or yeah. or anything. You can pull anything out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, do it all want- the time with the Jedi Jimmy podcast. We pull that yeah. clips out of that, and it's wildly and take it out of context. And yeah. yeah, I was using my lightsaber, and you're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So, if you haven't heard, 
Austin Matthews. I like to refer to him as Mouth Merkin Matthews. <laughs> uh, he picked up the the heart. He's got an interesting style, hey. Yeah, the mustache, the that? hair, the unbuttoned shirt. Well, if you go, he on, could be a club owner. If you, <laughs> if you go on Twitter right now, Ron Jeremy is trending. Yeah, because well, we'll leave it at that. Just go look. Anyway, he picks up the the heart and the Ted Lindsay. Uh, the heart is um, the most valuable player in the NHL. The Ted Lindsay is most outstanding player in the league, voted by the players. I think what we're dealing with here is voter fatigue with with McDavid. He is he's so yeah. good and he's dominated so much. I think they were all looking for any excuse whatsoever to not put him down on the ballot this year. Well, how many years has he won? Yeah, I like, think it's been nonstop since and, he's been in the league. And there is, you know, a lot of love for the Leafs in the media. Yes. They're a valuable franchise. They're valuable for the media. Right? That's, that's a good point. So the Professional Hockey Writers Association, and I've been taking some shots at them. I tweeted earlier this morning that apparently they've all stopped watching hockey. <laughs> um, now, listen, I get it. Austin Matthews had an unbelievable season. 60-whatever goals. But... He's not the best player in the league. He hmm. just, he isn't. We all know it. Everybody that watches hockey knows that it's McDavid. Austin Matthews knows that it's McDavid. Now, I got two things to add to this conversation. I think Edmonton fans should actually be happy this happened. McDavid had a rough finish to the season. There's some rumors flying around about old McDavid, which is it's going to make things tough for him. Mm -hmm. And he didn't get the trophy he really wants, and then he doesn't get this one. So the one he really wants is the Stanley Cup. I think this bit of conflict in his life and adverse adversity is going to do nothing but light a fire underneath this kid's ass. Mm -hmm. He is going to be unstoppable next year. So I'm actually kind of glad that this this happened. But I'm also sad for, for Leaf fans because it's all they have, right? Yeah. Like, they can't get past the first round. They haven't even had a sniff of any success in that city since 1967. Right, and then they got up. They got to watch their captain walk up and grab a trophy that everyone knows. It's just sad, right? <laughs> you know, like we all know we're watching him grab it, and we all know that he doesn't deserve it. He knows he doesn't deserve it. Leaf fans know he doesn't deserve it, and it's just—it's kind of pathetic, really. <laughs> You're really driving the knife in there. And I feel bad for you guys. I do. Because I think if if you had a player that was worthy of these accolades, then that's something to celebrate. But deep down inside, everyone knows from the franchise to the fan base to the general public that's not a Leafs fan, that that kid is good, but he's just not deserving of those two trophies. And sad to watch. I'm I'm disappointed for you today, Leaf fans. But we can always look forward to next year when you'll get ousted in the first round. There's again. always next year. 
and we're all praying for another Game 7 ousting in the first round as well <laughs> to make it six straight. This is the Business Spotlight on 95.7 Cruise FM. We have Laura with us from JT's Bar and Grill. How are you doing today, Laura? Good, guys. How are you? Doing good. Yeah, summer, awesome. Summer is here, Laura. Is uh, the patio at JT's open? It is, and it's um, all set up. It's looking pretty fine, actually. Nice. We should talk about daily drink specials. I know, listen, the Oilers are done, and they're out of the playoffs, but we still have some hockey left, so if people wanted to come down and watch the Stanley Cup Finals, they could, and they would be saving some money on, on their food and drinks, right? Yes, yes, they would, for sure. So we still have the beer specials. Um, we still have the food specials as well. Uh, bring a group down. You can get a platter, share your, you know, share everything, and it's uh, going to be very reasonable. What's Gary and Friends? Okay. Norman Gary Thomas is a musician who comes down, and uh, it's kind of a, a second open jam, but a, a, on a smaller um, version than what we do on our Saturdays. Okay, because so every, every, oh, every Saturday you have a, an open jam for musicians to come down and play and people to come and watch, right? So this is just a, a different version of that? Yeah, so Gary used to run it um, for us on our Saturdays, and he got sick. And so we had to switch, and now he's kind of back and just able to play music, and people love him. He's been in the industry forever, so. Cool. We need to talk about Canada Day. It's ironically not that far away. No. Unbelievable. What's happening to June? <laughs> I, it's I don't gone. know. I'm like, what? Canada Day already? Yes, yes. You guys are planning an event on Canada Day. Yes, we always do. So, and it's a Friday this year. So. Mm -hmm. Woo! I know, right? Um, I, I'm. We're not 100% yet sure, but I, we will have um, food, drink, um and something planned. It'll, it'll come down the pipe shortly. I hope it doesn't involve Steven in a Speedo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> Speaking of Steven, he's the chef there and he runs the food truck. The JT's food truck is going to be at an event July 9th called Karma Concerts. Yes, they're, um, this is a new venue for us and I'm really excited. So they're doing, it's a rock night. Um, and they're featuring Rockzilla as their band. Um, we're, we got the food truck out. You can buy tickets. It's a beautiful event, or uh, venue. Um, absolutely gorgeous. A little bit out of the city. They bust you in, bust you out. Hotel packages. It's a great, it's a great idea. Cool. We need to talk about the fact that you guys are part of our Locker Room Illegal Lawn Darts Tournament on Sunday, <laughs> August 7th. So I want to thank you for that. More details coming on that. Um, if you've played in the past, expect to see an email from the locker room here soon. So we'll definitely be involving you guys and Steven and, and you guys will be playing. But we'll also be doing our sixth anniversary um, celebration at JT's Bar and Grill after the Lawn Darts Tournament on Sunday, August 7th. Six years, boys, we've been yeah, a show. Yeah, that's crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah. Actually, I've had people asking about it already. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Good to know. Um, so uh, thank you. I want to thank you for that. If you are looking for JT's uh, Bar and Grill online, they've got a Facebook page. You can check it out. But I would just go down there and order a meal. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't get better food anywhere.
You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.